0141-951-1025. It's time to talk football. It's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Good evening and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard As we look back on another big weekend in Scottish football Rangers stay within two points at the top after edging past Motherwell Celtic had stretched their lead temporarily As James Forrest joined the 100 club with a hat-trick against Hibs And there were big wins for Aberdeen and Livingston As Hearts' woes continue I'm Gordon Duncan and joining me tonight you have Kenny Miller and Roger Hanna And the Super Scoreboard listeners have only five days left Gordon Five days to phone this phone in and complain about refereeing decisions complain about the ref at Celtic Park complain about the ref at Fur Park complain about the ref anywhere you like because we all know come Friday night when VAR comes in we'll not have any more contentious decisions to talk about in this show just going to leave that one there silence I don't think it deserves anything else he's at it Kenny Miller uh, but listen there's plenty, a hint of sarcasm. There, there's plenty of time in the week to get to that because we've got our our final weekend without VAR to get over and as usual quite a few talking points there is yep again I mean we could go through at least two or three for the weekend uh, sorry for Saturday definitely a couple uh, in, the, in the in the Motherwell Rangers game that you could have a look at so you know a lot of people saying it's going to solve everything I think we're just going to have as much pandemonium going into next week's shows as what we will have this week so it's. Uh, I think we need it we definitely need it in the game to improve it I think we'll get left behind if we don't But there's still going to be enough controversy to fill these shows We'll get to that We'll get to it later in the week Roger Hanna But it was another dramatic weekend up and down the table You look at easy wins Difficult wins Teams that could have been doing with three points Not getting them Lots of uh, talking points on that front as well Yeah, terrific drama Celtic, six goals Rangers dig out a much needed win At Motherwell Aberdeen Dig out a much needed win yesterday Against Hearts A win for Livingston Goals in Dingwall And I was at St Mirren nil Kilmarnock nil I still haven't got over it Let's say about that one The better 01419511025 That is the number you need It's Monday night It's your chance to have your say On the weekend's Big talking points Obviously Starting yesterday That win for Rangers At Fir Park You always hear that phrase Three points is all that matters Is is that is that the case? I wonder how true you think that is As a fan Are you looking for more? Or is three points all that matters? Rangers fans Celtic fans James Forrest Six goals Stretching the lead at the top Temporarily It's all there Pick up the phone and let us know And anything else That tickled your fancy From the weekend Please share it with us right now 01419511025 1025. Roger Hanna, your result of the weekend, please. Well, I know where Kenny's going with his, so I will go for Aberdeen 2, Hearts 0. Some might say it's a routine home win. I'm not sure there is such a thing for Aberdeen off the back of a 4 0 defeat to Dundee United the week before. Hearts coming back from Europe. It was a setback, losing Andy Halliday after just 10 minutes, adding to a, a never ending injury list. Aberdeen have still got to go and win the game And they did it with a little bit of style I was there, okay Won't argue with that too much Kenny Miller, result of the weekend You know, pains me to say it But I think uh, Celtic were back to their scintillating best To put six past uh, our third force in the, in the country at the moment And Hibs was an outstanding result and performance Again, it could have been a couple more as well So yeah, uh, I say it pains me to say it But they were a lot being made about them not taking their chances they were back to their ruthless best on Saturday Yeah, understandable you saying that It's never easy to see one of your old teams losing in, in that manner I'm sure that's what you meant by that And uh, Roger Hanna, goal of the weekend 
Again, I know where Kenny's going with his, so I'm going to go for Ross Callahan. Ross County against Dundee United. Ball back in from Ben Purrington, who did really well, and who got injured yeah, later in the game, busy. and it is now going to be out for a period of time, unfortunately. So Ross Callahan took the goal well. County just couldn't hang on for what would have been a big home win. Well, I was just going to say that could have been one of the VAR's decisions that we're looking at for a potential pullback on uh, oh, on Sybold. So I'm just going to throw that out there. Great. Very similar to the Fabinho one in the Liverpool Man City game. But anyway, I'll go for Tillman. Uh, incredible solo goal. I know mm. your boys will be disappointed with a lackey defending, I'll say, and, and some of the decisions made with it. But take nothing away from Tillman. The balance, the composure he showed in the finish, the drive to actually take that game by the scruff of the neck, exactly what was needed in that moment. Yeah, I mean, Roger, you're all, uh, we're moving on to Howler of the weekend and you'll obviously go for the, the Motherwell midfield for not pulling Malik Tillman back, yeah? <laughs> there, are, there are bigger candidates than that, I have to say. And I think number one in the list must be the Hibernian number one, David Marshall, back at Celtic oh, Park yeah, that to wasn't take great, on was Celtic for the first time. They're already 2-0 down. Lee Johnson, he's an optimist. He would probably have believed at that stage Hibs could get back into the game and Big Marsh has had one unfortunately for him mm. well that was mine as well that was my one as well that for sure I mean uh, and you know what I still think Hibs could have done something with the, with the players that have gotten Lee Johnson would definitely have believed it but that was nailing the cut 3-0 mm. down 24 minutes okay. Celtic Park uh, top performer of the weekend it's got to be one obvious one out there yeah and I'll leave him to Kenny so um, a few other candidates round about Georgos Giacomakis remember got a couple of goals that was sort of overshadowed if you like at the weekend at Celtic Park if Trevor Carson thinks he's getting it for keeping the scoreline St Mirren nil Kilmarnock nil he can forget it as well so I'm going for the man you saw yesterday the Duke the Duke Aberdeen and fans love this guy listen he's had to wait a while to get into the starting lineup. he's up there now with Bojan Miofsky and he took his chance, he scored one, I think he teed up Vicente Visagin for the second goal, and I think he might be in there for a wee while now. You'll get the open goal one, top performer of the weekend. Yep, James Forrest, it's uh, first start of the season, a hat-trick, 100 goals to the football club to boot, I think it was a, a brilliant return, and maybe a timely reminder to everybody just how good a player he is, and he's been, we know he's been a wonderful player over the years, but... 31 years old Still got a lot more to offer For me for club and country Yeah tough to argue with that one 01419511025 Come on down And let us know What is on your mind Maybe you want to pay tribute To James Forrest For that hat trick And for joining the 100 club What else did you make Of Celtic's victory Against Hibs Rangers fans The victory yesterday Three points in the bag Two points off top Three points is all that matters Some people say And other people say that's not true I'm looking for a bit more So which camp are you in? Because I'm seeing the debate already About the performance yesterday And this player and that player And the style of play But some people think Three points is all that matters Does it? Is it? Is it all that matters? Let us know right now 0141 951 1025 Let's kick off with Ross Who is on the line Ross what jumped out At you from the weekend? Hi Roger, uh, Kenny and Gordon, hope you're all well Thank you um, No, I'm on tonight to praise James Forrest I think on Saturday He really showed the Celtic fans That he's still got a massive part to play And I know a lot of people wrote him off And I'm a massive James Forrest fan And I've stood by him And I've stuck by him for a number of years now And I do believe that he's still um, I would argue He's still one of the best wingers that Celtic have got And I know people say Jota, Abada, Maeda are in front of him But for me, James Forrest should be in that Celtic squad every single week. Fit, fit. If he's fit enough to play, he's fit enough to start. 
Have you always felt this way Ross Because he has been Subject of great debate On this show Sometimes a whipping boy uh, Have you always Sort of stuck by him I've stuck by him that much Gordon That every single Celtic top I've got Let's get James Forrest In the back of it Alright now We're got. on a different level here I didn't realise it was Ross was the Founding member of the James Forrest fan club uh, Roger Hanna Does he have a point How would you sum up that I suppose the contribution On Saturday But then the The achievement Overall Um. 450 games 100 goals 99 assists um, I think that sums it up Perfectly yeah. You know you're, you're, 20 trophies 20 trophies Just the 20 he's, Listen He's one of the most decorated footballers In Celtic's long history um, I think there's only Is a three Or he become the third With 100 goals and 100 assists Is it not Larson and Jimmy Johnson I think yeah. I saw that stat uh, doing the rounds it's quite phenomenal. Yeah. Now, he's quite a quiet guy. The boys mentioned in the show on Saturday, you know, he doesn't go into the social media stuff. Hugh was saying, you know, he doesn't know much about James, doesn't know where he lives, you know, whether he's married, what he does away for the game. I bet James is delighted Hugh doesn't know any of those facts. <laughs> yeah, that's for the best, isn't but, it? But, you know, a bit like Callum McGregor. Um, for a long time, Callum flew under the radar as well. Um, now he's got the armband and people appreciate what he brings to the team. And I think now, when People take a step back, not just Ross, when others look at James Forrest's contribution to Celtic over more than a decade now, they must recognise him as one of the most important figures in the club's recent history. Kenny, you've played with a lot of players. You've, you've seen, I guess, how hard it is to to see players get longevity, success over a prolonged period of time, You know, stay at one club, stay in a team, keep scoring, keep assisting. With all that in mind, how, how impressive is that landmark he reached? It is an incredible achievement, you know, and you've got to congratulate him on it. I just feel, again, I could not agree more with Ross. I feel that if you've got a fully fit James Forrest, that's, he's only 31. You know, unfortunately for James, when Ange came to the club, there was a, there was injuries, there was a real stop-start to his, 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 uh, his season last year. But I've, I'm in that same camp as Ross. I think if he's... Fully firing, which again I think Saturday's shown he's, he's getting there at least with with, with a hat trick, but not just a hat trick. The performance, I think, he fits really, really well with how Ange wants mm-hmm. to play. And if you've got Jot on one side and James Forrest on the other side, uh, competing with Alexia Bada and mm-hmm. Maeda and even Haksabanovic, because I thought he was outstanding for the first twenty-five minutes, half an hour of the game as well in that position. They've got real options, but James Forrest. At one point, was Celtic and Scotland's go-to guy. He was having a wonderful spell for a couple of seasons. I think mainly when Brendan Rodgers came mm-hmm. and he took his game to another level. When he added the goals, wasn't it coming and, in off that that you know, right side and, and scoring? That, and that's what I think what Brendan done mm-hmm. for, for Celtic. He got so much more out of the already good players that were in that building, and James is one of them. So it was good to see him back uh, back in action at the weekend and, and and doing what he does best. I'm not about to spoil James Forrest's party just a couple of days on Ross, but I'm just double checking. I'm making sure this isn't recency bias because I, I can't imagine he's ahead of Jota. Uh, is he all? Is he ahead of Abada? Is he ahead of Haksabanovic? You know, where is he in that pecking order? I think obviously in terms of Jota, Jota, I'm not, I'm not saying that he's that he's going to replace Jota. I'm, I'm just simply saying that I still believe that I think on the right hand side he's our strongest winger. I agree with Kenny. I think Haksabanovic was was phenomenal on Saturday, and that's the first I've kind of really really seen him. Um, but for me, I, th- I think my my two wingers to start every week would be Jota on the left and Forrest on the right, and. 
again, I just say, I know a lot of Celtic fans have written him off and stuff and were questioning why he signed a new contract and stuff. But I was one of the Celtic fans that I, I stuck by Forrest and I took a bit, of, I, I took a bit of criticism for 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 like um, for standing by him. But I've always been a Forest fan, and as I say, if he's fit enough to start for me, he would then my team every week. Someone texted me this last night, Roger Hanna, um, about the if we're talking about longevity, that Abada, who Ross mentions, has has been maybe the the obvious contender, if you like, then for that slot. He was seven years old when James Forrest scored his first goal for Celtic. Now we still think of James Forrest as being young and fresh-faced and having burst on the scene. So I'll run that past you one more time to ruin your Monday night. Leo Labada was seven when James Forrest scored his first goal for Celtic. It's a his longevity has been absolutely terrific. You know, I remember Neil Lennon first bringing him into the team. Um, he played quite a few games, and I think it was a UEFA Cup group section at the time. We were in and Udinese and teams like that, and he was making his breakthrough, you know, domestically as well. And he's never looked back. You know, some of the achievements of James Forrest, people forget about, you know, he scored a competitive hat-trick for Scotland in a Nations League game. I think it was against Israel. It was. He has won everything there is to win on many occasions with Celtic. As Kenny says, 20 trophies in his Celtic career. Uh, 100 goals now. Can't wait for him to get that assist and, you know, join Henrik Larson and Jimmy Johnson as the three players with more than 100 assists, more than 100 goals. The statistics... Say more about James Forrest's career than James Forrest would ever mm. say himself. You know, he looked quite shy and embarrassed when he was forced in front of the TV cameras and the radio mics to discuss the hat trick at the weekend. That's the type of guy he is. He's very understated, but nobody should understate his importance to Celtic. Let's hear from him. No, it's, it's unbelievable. He said, like, maybe in the last kind of year, like, when I've got closer, like, more people have like, been mentioning it. And then, and uh, obviously, with the team, like, doing really well, like, maybe not played as much and, and, and stuff as well. So, no, I'm. As I said, I'm absolutely delighted to like, like first start of the season, like help the boys. It was a, a great team performance, and, and obviously get get another hat trick for the club and a hundred goals is yeah, is unbelievable. The manager said from the start that he's going to be changing the team once the season really gets into it. Like every competition that we're in, the way he wants us to play, he said he's going to be needing the squad. So I think I felt I felt good the last couple of games coming on, and uh, I felt as well I was ready for the start and. He's obviously done that today. He's changed the team a wee bit as well, and, and I think all the lads that uh, have come in have uh, done well. Oh one four one nine five one one zero two five. Robbie is a Celtic fan. Robbie, what jumped out at you from the weekend? All right, but I would just like to say uh, good evening to yourself, Kenny and Roger. Thank you. Uh, I'd like to make the point to a fact that since Kenny's uh, the former player, I'll make it to him. Kenny, see Moritz Jens. He's twenty three years old, right? Now, I hope if People probably use them, even know this, and a lot of Celtic fans will know this, but he's 23 years old, right? Now, Hans um, Postacoglu goes on about Hatati being so inexperienced because he's only played like three top uh, seasons, you know, in football. But see this guy, Moritz Jens, he only actually had his first professional game two years ago. And believe it or not, the amount of games he's played in that two years, he's 23 He's only played just over 60 professional games as a professional footballer. Now, I don't know if you knew that, but I mean, even Abada's more experienced than him, even though Abada's two years younger. And as I say, I'm just bringing Hatati and Abada just to, to make the comparison, you know, with experience. But I mean, he's not even ex- as experienced at top level football. I think even Stephen Welsh is even more experienced than him. But as, as I say, I was quite surprised that he only turned pro a couple of years ago and he's only had 60 games under his belt. And um, I just that's that's the first point I want to make. 
So you think there's more to come from him, Robbie? Is that is that the basis of it? You know, it's, it's a very good observation. I'll give you. I didn't know that myself. Is that is that what you're going with? That you think he can be one that's going to continually get better? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's just that you know he's uh, he's not had a, a good season. Uh, I think it was at Lorient. I don't that's probably know how you pronounce it. But the French and that, ah, close that, enough. Uh, French team. Um, it wasn't a. You know, getting his game and it just didn't quite go go uh, for him last season. He didn't get as many as appearances as what he wanted, and that's how he came to Celtic. But I, do, I really, really do like him uh, as a player. I fought against RB Leipzig. He snuffed out a lot of attacks. With, let's just say being very, very focused and calm, um, and he's passing for two of the goals on Saturday. They were right through. Mm-hmm. Missing out the midfield and going straight up to Haksabanovic. There were two of them, quite quite identical passes that he paid through there. No, I'm just I'm just want to like say to Roger and Hannah, you know how experienced he is, you know, and and you know that's how he's maybe been. A, he never had that good start uh, with that French club last season. He's came to Celtic, so it's just potential. I'm just highlighting how inexperienced he is. Yes, Roger, I didn't know him, and you know no. everything, but maybe that hadn't. Cross your mind either Well he'd been this sort of Fulham youth set up With Matt O'Reilly He's very friendly with Matt O'Reilly Knew each other there um, Moved overseas again Finished up at Lorient Did okay last season Had a few injury problems as well And I was Celtic had been tracking him Since the year before I think Gordon um, Didn't get him I went to France They watched him through last season And I don't know Whether you want to say he Took a gamble on him he, he does look a decent Acquisition And Celtic needed Central defensive cover How do you feel about James Forrest Robbie No one can take away From that achievement At the weekend But I know that Not every Celtic fan Who calls this show Has always had his back How do you feel about What he did at the weekend Yeah I've always liked James Forrest I I think Why not everybody Likes him Is because He's no The word I would use Is eye candy He's no really good Eye candy What I mean by that Is he's You know He's no fancy you know, I see like there's some wingers out there. Even Ryan Kent with the stepovers and the pace, and you've got just I'm just bringing out wingers in Scotland. You know, obviously Jota, with my own team, you've got Jota, and when these boys are at their best, they look better than somebody like James Forrest, who isn't they particularly blessed with lightning pace. He's, he's very orthodox. See, for a winger, he's quite an orthodox winger. And Kenny will what I'm talking about. He's no, go, you know. Exquisite looking skill on the ball and, and lightning pace, but what he does is with, with this orthodox style that he's got, is he's very very effective. James Forrest, he yeah. knows when to pull the trigger, he knows when to get in the right positions, when to play the ball on, and obviously he knows how to get a goal with, with, with the goals that he's, he's had. You know, what's yeah. that? 12, 12 years and he's got hundred goals. hundred, hundred, not bad at all. Why is he underappreciated, Kenny? Is it the old uh, theory about well, he's Scottish? Yeah. I think there is a bit of that, yeah, and I also think there is a bit of. In such a good season in Angie's first year, he wasn't maybe available for as many games he would have liked. So these other players, and a lot's been talked about Angie's recruitment, and in the winger positions, you're talking Jota, Abada, Maeda, who have came in, he's now competing with these guys, and he maybe wasn't available to compete with them last year. There's one thing for sure, he's, he's just as good as any of them. Uh, and understand what he's saying, he might not be as visually good as a Jota, but let me tell you, he's just as effective. Right, thank you Robbie 0141 What about Fir Park yesterday then? What did you make of the game? What about the big talking points in terms of the action The Tillman goal The McKinstry goal for Motherwell uh, Should Leon King have been sent off? Should Bevis Mugabe have been sent off? Answer all those questions And a more general one for you Rangers fans Help me understand here Is three points all that matters? 
That's the question Because that's obviously what happened yesterday But still I can see people moaning about the performance Some people don't care Some people say three points is all that matters What do you think? 0141-951-1025 Let us know right now You are the voice of Scottish football Call 0141-951-1025 Clyde One Super Scoreboard Roger Hanna and Kenny Miller are here It's 0141-951-1025 Or you can tweet at Clyde SSB But why not give us a call Let us know what you made of the weekend's action We've been talking Celtic 6, Hibs 1 James Forrest, 100 goals So anything to add to that subject Please do What about you Hibs fans actually? Uh, I suppose a bit like last midweek when you're talking about Rangers being on the receiving end. Yes, maybe you don't like to, or you don't think you can go and win at Celtic Park, but it's 6-1 acceptable. Where did it go wrong? Uh, we'll hear some very interesting stuff from Lee Johnson later on in the show, so why not give us a call on that usual number? Right now, let's look at Fir Park yesterday. Tillman's goal, McKinstry's goal. Should Leon King have been sent off? Should Bevis McGabby have been sent off? And overall, is three points all that matters? Just a concept that I think we can try and discuss with each other uh, tonight. Very generally speaking, Roger, is three points all that matters? I think yesterday for Rangers, yes, it was. Um, they were in a bad place after the 7 1 against Liverpool at Ibrox in the middle of the week. And if you had offered Giovanni Van Bronckhurst the scrappiest 1 0 or the scrappiest 2 1, he would have taken it because um, it's going to be baby steps for Rangers mm-hmm. to get over the scale of that second half performance. Against Liverpool And all they really needed to do yesterday Was win And they won I mean obviously Kenny I follow the logic I'm not the brightest maybe But I follow that If you scrape to victory every week You win the league However I still detect some Rangers fans And this is what we'll try and establish Rightly or wrongly Are looking for a bit more Is three points all that matters? I bet Giovanni wants more You know I agree with Roger After the week after the results midweek against Liverpool, it was imperative that Rangers got three points at Fur Park yesterday. So, yes, that is first that's job done on 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 count one. Moving forward, looking at it, there's no doubt Giovanni will want the team to be playing better. But that actually goes probably for the the, the eight out of the ten games before it as well. Mm. Domestically, they've, they've not been firing on all cylinders. But the positive thing about it is. They're still right in that title race Two points behind And they've still been getting the job done Since the Celtic game It's been four league wins on the bounce You know It's been a, again a 2-1 Against Dundee United 4-0 4-0 on a 2-1 So it's, it's They're starting to build A little bit of momentum League wise Without playing particularly well So There's no doubt Giovanni And his coaching team And the players They want to come away for The game feeling a little bit better That they've actually played a mm. lot better I know that Because I've been in the same situation Where you win And you know You're three points closer To winning a league title that, That's what it is Every three points you get Is going towards winning a league title Hopefully at the end of the season But the bigger picture You want to see A performance You want to see A level of goals Or a, or creation of chances Again you look at Cholak Great form Starved a bit of service Just mm-hmm. and I know he doesn't take Too much to do with the game But he had the one header Really in the In the second half That was his only Real opportunity So um, There's no doubt They'll want to play better But yeah, It was really really important That they got the three points But again Particularly after Celtic Doing so well mm-hmm. And getting that three points On the Saturday What do you think Rangers fans All about three points yesterday Or did the performance Underwhelm you Let us know 01419511025 Whilst you get your call in Here's what the manager thought it was vital to us to um, to win this game. I think the first half we uh, you know we started well, but you know had some two great chances to score um, the first goal. We didn't. Uh, after that, uh, 
We did, we weren't in the game, you know, as we as we wanted. Uh, second half we did much better. We started brightly and uh, scored two goals, which will give you a cushion. And then in the uh, I think 15 minutes for time they they make the two one, you know, a free kick from that side in top corner. It can you know it happens. Maybe only one times out of 30, 40 tries uh, it went in. But after that, we, we had to dig deep and make sure we, we battled for the win. And, uh, and we did that. So uh, really pleased with, uh, with the points today. There we are then. Thoughts of Giovanni Van Bronkers. What do you think, though? 01419511025. Of course, as always, welcome to tweet us over there at Clyde SSB. Uh, but we'd rather speak to you on the phone. I think we've got Alan, do we? Is we getting Alan? I'm not sure. Alan's in Drumchapel. Andy as he's with us now. Alan... Uh, what do you think, Alan? All about three points, or are you looking for more? No, I'm looking. I'm really. It's, it's okay just scraping through with the odd goal. It's still three points. It's three points, but if, for me, Motherwell at the end of the match, they started to really come back into it, and it was like Rangers actually when they went two up and then Motherwell scored. When it came at the end of the match, Motherwell was actually starting to look like they were, they were going to score again, but Rangers got the three points. And that's the main thing, getting these three yeah. points. That was three points is three points, but they're not they're not really winning convincingly enough for me. Mm, Kenny, what, what, sum up the performance then. We all know three points, and it was in the bag, and that is clearly the most important thing. How would you sum up the performance, though? I, th- I agree with you. I thought they started pretty well. You know, Ryan Kent actually looked really lively in the first 15, 20 minutes. Probably should pull the trigger with his left foot rather than cutting back on his right. Tillman has a, a chance where he's got to at least make the goalkeeper work. You don't take those chances. The, set, the first half then just becomes a bit of a nothing half, to be honest with you, and it, and it played out at half-time. It was always going to be a, someone needed to take the game by the scruff of the night because I think when you, when you look at Rangers at the moment, there is that kind of... Everybody's waiting for somebody to do something to go win them the game. There's a mm-hmm. lot of players within the team that can do it, but it just looks like they're waiting. Yesterday it was Tillman. Tillman got the ball, drives at the Motherwell, Hartley Motherwell defence, and scores a wonderful goal. Uh, I, I don't. I just think they're not playing particularly well. Is that I don't positive think, then? Does he need to be seen more and in that area of he, the he team? Still, he still needs to show more. You Does know, he? it needs to show more. Uh, it's not just at the games. I think the reason it was maybe taken out the, the team was. His performance against Celtic and then in, in, in subsequent uh, Champions League games. So it's, uh, you need to see more uh, from him to kind of really hold down a, a regular spot. He needs to be doing that more because he's got the ability. Because we've seen it in the early part, the early games of the Rangers season. Every time he gets the ball, he does look to be positive. Mm. He takes the ball the half turn, he can drive. He's clearly got a dribbling ability like he showed because, like I said, the, the, the balance that he shows to go inside, to go outside, and then the composure he shows to finish it off. He's got the ability, we just need to see it on a regular mm. basis. Alan's saying he's looking for more, Roger Hanna. Is it because. Is there a bigger picture here? The Rangers either need to get some results in Europe or look really good and really bang at it and really blow teams away and show a real style and attacking prowess domestically. If if you're not doing either of those things at the same time, is is that why the frustration sets in rather than it being one or the other? Yeah, arithmetically, Europe's still there. For for me, it's gone. I think what the Rangers need to do is they need to focus... On winning the domestic games between now and the break for the World Cup. Got a good run as well, and is it three out of the next four at home? I think they've got the knee Wednesday night in the Premier Sports yeah. Cup quarters. They then get Marvin Barty's Livingston, mm-hmm. and you saw the problems they gave Rangers in the opening day of the season. Um, so you, you can usually different at Ibrox, yeah, isn't it? You can't take anything for granted. But I think if you, if you offered Giovanni and the Rangers supporters 
a run of domestic wins up until the break. Forget about Napoli, forget about Ajax. Just win mm. every domestic game between now and the break for the World Cup. I think Rangers mm-hmm. would have your hand off because it then allows that horrible injury list yeah, to recede to a little up. bit before they come back against it, Hibs in is, December of 15th. Is the problem with that, though, something we touched on at the weekend, that sounds great, but forgetting about Napoli isn't possible if you lose 5 0 or whatever. Yeah. You know, as Liverpool was the other night, it's. You can accept that you're second favourites You can probably accept that you're unlikely to, to get a positive result But once it goes into the really heavy category Your notion of just forget about it and focus on the league Becomes nearly impossible for fans and This is where we are in Scottish football just now You know, Celtic are losing games I think seven six mm-hmm. consecutive home defeats in the Champions League They have hearts going to Florence and losing five the other night We don't like it But that's where we are on Are we in terms of the manner? That's what the Rangers fans were all yeah, angry about well, Thursday yeah, Friday. The, the last 35 minutes against Liverpool was unacceptable. Every, everyone would, would tell you that. And it has been something of a culture shock, I think, for Rangers for this group. Mm. Um, Liverpool have been at three of the last five Champions League finals. Napoli are leaders in Serie A. I think they have 30 shots in goal yesterday against Bologna. They beat their own Serie A record. Lewis Ferguson first, played first, yeah, 90 minutes on his, his first start. start. Ruined his first start. Mm. Um, they are a top-notch yeah. side Ajax, top of the Dutch league It's all just been a little bit too much for Rangers What's the what's the deal then, Alan? Is it, beca- is it because of the, the Champions League results That people then pick faults in that? Because as Kenny says The league results recently have been pretty good And still two points So why are you and other fans wanting more? Is it performance levels? Is it coupled with the Champions League stuff? Because of that, the way I've, I, I see it, Rangers and Celtic both went to Champions League to compete in it. And as I say, I, through the, after the Liverpool result, Tavenier came out and apologised for it was a bad result. And then, then it was another apology. I heard, I don't know if it was true, but I think it was Sutton in one of the papers said that Tavenier apologised again for another reason that it was Champions League football, just a bonus. But look at the supporters that pay that money to go and watch Rangers and Celtic in Europe and Liverpool and, like, say, Celtic, Real Madrid, they're a level above. But Rangers and Celtic, look at, for me, the first game Rangers played, Celtic played Real Madrid. For the good first hour, Celtic competed with Real Madrid. They're going out there and trying. But look, Rangers, for me, just are, they, need, they should be, a, they, could, they could play a lot, lot better than that for me. Um, yeah, I saw the comments from James Tavernier Not sure all the Rangers fans like them Alan sees a bit of difficulty And it. it just does feel like it's one big package at the moment, Kenny Had Rangers done Well, certainly if they'd got a result against Liverpool Or even if they'd run them close Does it then become easier To just accept that yesterday was all about the three points But because none of it's going exactly the way Some of the fans like Alan want at the moment you know, The, the so-called problems are getting highlighted that's exactly what it is because it's not just about a Champions League campaign where you're not competing. Uh, had Rangers got away with a three-one at Ibrox, I don't think that obviously there wouldn't be the 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 aftermath and all the criticism that would have came with that uh, leading into this Motherwell game, and it would have been another domestic win. You're still again, it's, it's as you were after another weekend of fixtures, being two points behind. 
But it is It's the, the whole picture It's the domestic scene There is Yes there's injuries I mean Conor Goldson Will be a huge loss there, There's no mm-hmm. doubt about that He's going to be a massive loss Ryan Jack again Picking up another injury But it's just There just seems There's a completely different feel To the Rangers The team The football club Is what there was In the second half of last season Going into that Watching the games I felt And I believed Rangers can go and beat anybody. Mm. Again, these European performances, I think, gave the whole team a belief that they could compete at a, a, a different level. And they showed that within the performances. This season, they don't have that belief. And I think there's a lot of things that feed into it. There's contract situations. There's players that are not getting a game as much as what they were last season. I think through that, there's a lot of other players that are playing regularly or, or, or suffering a lack of confidence and belief. And I think mm. the Champions League games have been a a real lesson for them that maybe it has really, really damaged them. But I'm going to go back to it. Even before a Champions League ball was kicked, I still think the domestic performances weren't at a level that Giovanni mm. or the Rangers fans would want. Mm. What do you think? Thank you, Alan. 0141951025. We're never far away from talking points and debates, Roger. Um, there was a, a bit of a debate on Leon King's challenge on Stuart mm. McKinstry. Was that a red or a yellow for you? Well, what, what do you call it? Dogos Dogzo Dogzo Denying an obvious goal scoring opportunity That's what the refs call it apparently I didn't think it was a Dogzo red card Because I thought McKenzie was sort of heading away from goal He was heading to the the main stand if you like Just Uh, just to Gordon Deal's seat really uh, in the Absolutely He was looking up saying Who's that empty seat? Whose is that? Um, You could make an argument Was it a challenge on its own Regardless of the area Was it a challenge that merited a red card? I heard a guy called Kenny Miller in sports scene last night saying no, and I tend to agree with Kenny Miller. I thought it was a yellow card. Here. No, 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 no. Uh, I, I tend so to didn't, didn't tick the, the sort of endangering the opponent, the excessive no. force boxes that would need for and, a... And also, having listened, as we do, to Crawford Allen and some of the referees who are trying to explain to us how VAR is going to work, I don't think it's the type of thing that VAR would have overturned either. I think it was a yellow. Yeah, you know it was a, it was a really, it was it looked bad, but he just missed. He missed time the challenge. You know he was absolutely going to win the ball, Leon King. And again, absolutely, McKinstry's heading towards the main stand. You've got James Tavernier covering. You've got Davis who could easily cover. I even think Lundstrom because of where the ball was going could easily get back in and stop a, a goal scoring opportunity. So yeah, it's a yellow for me all day. What do you think? Oh one four one nine five one one zero two five. Keep the calls coming. Uh, and we will speak to you next Here's a quick one Let's just swap the size of ball And add a racket in Because I'm sure you may have noticed And if not The Billie Jean King Cup by Gainbridge It's the Women's World Cup of Tennis And you can catch some of the biggest stars Battling out of the Emirates Arena From the 8th to the 13th of November I know there's a lot of excitement When Emma Raducanu was named In the Great Britain team But there's over 100 countries involved It's the largest annual international team competition in women's sport Now you can win a family pass Every night this week Just by playing Beat the Pundit And for ticket info And to enter Visit Clyde1.com More of your calls next 0141 This is Scottish football's League leader Clyde1 Super Scoreboard Roger Hanna and Kenny Miller Are here You can call You can tweet You can Send an email Probably won't catch that Until producer Callum Shows me it But nevertheless Get in touch Whichever way you can uh, and joining the show like Del Trotter uh, did tonight Not that one He says uh, Rangers were poor yesterday But very comfortable Until the Motherwell goal Kenny won't like hearing this But he's Paul McGregor in goals Culpable again Past it Need a new keeper in January Not for me 
I think he's misread the flight of the ball a little bit by making a step forward. I don't know if there's much he could have done that. Look at the height where that ball comes from and goes right into the postage stamp. I don't even know if he reads the flight properly and makes a backward step if he could have got a hand to it. It was... Uh, I think it was a bit of a freak goal. There's no doubt it was a cross. I think McKinstry himself has even came out and says he was he was just trying to put the ball into an area and that area just happened to be the top corner of Al McGregor's net. The bigger debate. When McKinstry scored that goal, was Gordon DL still in Fur Park or was he in the recliner? Was he ever in the stadium, even at the start of the game? What was your take on the goal? Is it the step forward McGregor makes? Doesn't look good for him But but would it have made any difference Had he not stepped I agree with you The step forward doesn't make it look good I don't think he'd have saved it anyway I think if Stuart McKenzie had walked up And put it in that place with his hand He couldn't have got it tighter in the corner I don't think the goalie's saving it either way But I agree It didn't look good Because he did take that little Mm. step forward Sorry Del Trotter They're not agreeing on this one Maybe next time Let's bring in Fraser and Renfrew Fraser we're, we're asking you know, Is three points all that matters How do you feel about it at the moment it's, it certainly does help, I know. Well, when come to me, that three points could be very, very, very vital, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, yeah uh, absolutely. Can't argue with that. I suppose that's the name of the game. Uh, what what else jumped out at you then, Fraser? What pleased you? What what annoyed you about the game yesterday? Well, you know, it was like, uh, <clears throat> the first half, it was like I nearly fell asleep. I paid £31 for a ticket. £31, that's what mother they were charging away fans, you know? I don't know what other fan, uh, other other teams are charging, but you know, thirty-one pound. Uh, so it was an expensive what, nap, is what you're telling us. It's worth every penny. See what I would say. See your big motherwell cycle. See the big Dutch boy with Van, Van Veen. Yes. Uh, I would. I would get Rangers to actually sign him. You know because uh, he done absolutely everything. He tried his heart out and. He done better than what Morelos Morelos come on his head's down he's doing, he, he, See that guy He can just Everybody keeps praising him This, that and everything European No but Coke never He never get the service on Sunday You know Well we start the talking At 15 million for Van Veen If you want Kenny Miller If that's uh, If that's the route We want to go down You don't look convinced no, not at all. Only I worth think, 12. Uh, nah, just a 10, maybe. Mind you, no. if they're charging £31 a ticket, they might ask £15 million for Absolute the robbery, that was. Robbery. But uh, no, I don't think uh, you could compare Van Veen uh, with Morelos. I think Van Veen's a very good player. He's having a good season. Uh, but Morelos, the thing for Alfredo is, and I've said it for a, a number of weeks now, he's still nowhere near his, his full fitness. He can't be. He's not had the minutes. Uh, yes, he probably is a bit down, Fraser, and his head's down, and that's something that he needs to work on because Giovanni's already had to pull him up on that type of thing. But uh, there is different ways he's shown that disappointment, and there is by going on and running about. But I think previous caller talked at the time he did come on, that was when Motherwell were probably having their best spell of the game. And as much as I don't think Rangers were really having to defend, it, was, it wasn't all hands on deck at the end of the game to try and stop Motherwell getting an equaliser. They just had a little bit more territory without creating too much opportunities to get that equaliser. And subsequently, Morelos wasn't really involved in the game. So I don't think I would, I would judge him at all on, on that performance, all the Liverpool performances for that matter. But 
I still think uh, Alfredo's got so much to offer if he can get himself back in that team. But he's going to have to fight for it because he's got someone who's got the jersey at the moment. Let's Perf- bring perfect opportunity, surely, on Wednesday night to start Alfredo Morelos against Dundee. Surely. Makes sense to me, you know, because you've got Cholak there. And the one thing about him is whether he's on, I'm sure, obviously he'll want to play every game. And I think he's, he deserves to play at the moment with the, with the goal return that he's got in his first 16, 17 games as a Rangers player. But. He comes on with a smile on his face. If he's on the bench, he's been coming on. He's not sulking. What a chance on on Wednesday night to go and give Alfredo a chance again with the greatest respect to Dundee to maybe go and get a few goals and get his confidence mm. right through the roof as well. The Kenny Miller derby, of course, Rangers against Dundee. One of the many. I was going to say you could say that nearly every week. Um, thanks to Fraser. Let's bring in Tommy. Tommy, what's jumping out for you, good or bad, at the moment? Um, well, I know I know Kenny will disagree with you, but. Um, Aye, three points, brilliant. It's great to get three points, but with performances yesterday and with performances all year has been absolutely bottom, bottom of the pits, man. It's, it's unbelievable. You're, you're, you're sitting, it's not a good, it's not a good game to watch any time Rangers playing. You're sitting there on the edge of your seat, wondering when we're going to get lost a goal. I would get rid of a few players. I would I'd definitely I'd get rid of Kent. To me, Kent's a waste of space. He turns it on against a broth. I thought when he played against Liverpool, we'd have seen out the best of him, but if it's non-existent, it, it, it happens every week. He has a wee couple of minutes and then he just chucks it. I get rid of him. You might disagree with us, and I get rid of Tavernier. I love him to bits, but I just think it's time he goes, and he, he probably, for, for his own good, to, I think he needs a wee bit of fresh sort of impetus. Um, I get rid of Steve Davis. Great player, brilliant, but it's he, not what we need. We need young guys on the park. Look at Celtic team, it's all young young guys. And we're we're still we're signing like McGregor and Davis and re signing them that again. Great, oh be loyal to them, keep them like, why? You've paid them thirty grand a week for the last five years or something, why you need to be loyal anymore to them? I mean that all sounds very dramatic, Roger. I don't think Rangers tonight, tomorrow, get rid of these players, but maybe that's not quite what Tommy's suggesting is this squad that on the cusp of, of a major transition anyway when you look at the age of some that he mentioned the contractual situation of others form maybe even then of others if you take that all it's, into account it's, it's funny I thought there might be more of an overhaul in the summer because back then I, I didn't expect Alan McGregor or Stephen Davis maybe not even Scott Arfield to get new deals when they expired in the summer um, I thought Ryan Kent would be sold I thought Alfredo Morelos would be sold so I was expecting more of a turnover but here we are in October they're all still at the club um, you know they talk about a trading model bringing them in at a young age developing them but not too many of the ones who were signed in the summer actually fit that you know Tom Lawrence is an experienced international player Ben Davis is an experienced player John Souter an experienced international player it was that type of player that Rangers went for in the summer so I know the point that Tommy makes uh, I just think it's important for Rangers now they're not playing well everyone knows they're not playing well but if they can get to the break, that five-week break, the Premiership's got for the World Cup, if they can get there, still only two points behind Celtic, I think actually that's a bit of an achievement for Rangers. And then they can have five mm-hmm. weeks to try and get as many of those players fit again and sort of reset or reboot for the second half of the season. It's going to be a tough ask, getting a guy that played until he was 52, to agree that these guys are all past it. <laughs> Kenny Miller, what do you think? You know, I, I, listen, I can understand where, where Tommy's coming from, but there is 
there's the signings of some of these players or the re-signings of some of the players there is a, a bigger picture involved you know it's about a culture it's about a standards these guys are, are, drive your standards and there's no way they're paying them that amount of money either I, I would say that uh, so it's not as if he's costing an arm and a leg the value that Alan McGregor will be producing for Rangers every week will probably one of the best values in the league Uh with the money he's probably earning at this stage of his career so uh, I think there's a value to these guys and they might not be to start every week I think in Alan McGregor's situ- uh, situation it's different nobody's better than him in the building and to sign someone better you're going to have to spend a, a lot of money mm-hmm. and it's a position that they're not going to spend a lot of money on they've just signed Robbie McCrory on a, on a long term deal at 24 do they see him as maybe the potential guy to come in and, and, and take the gloves off Alan once he eventually does retire but there's a lot of, a lot of uh, ifs and buts whether there's going to be somebody in the building that can replace him. You've seen this clip that the Rangers fans have all latched onto, a very brief clip of the players warming up at Fir Park. Nah, you're both looking at me, so it's going to, I'm going to really struggle to explain this and show you and get an answer before beat the pundit. But basically, just doing the sort of running stretches before the game at Fir Park, and a lot of Rangers fans seem to have latched onto it in social media and say, Tavernier even looks injured than that. Like he's, I think he's sort of grimacing or something as he's yeah. going through it. Um, but he was carrying a knock, Gordon. Yes, you know, I think is. Giovanni came out and said he had been carrying a knock, and he came off at, at a game uh, at half time, I think, if I remember rightly. And it was it was due to that. I think the game was, maybe the Celtic game actually. I think he maybe came off early, and it was the game was done, and they were trying to obviously save him because there was a big Champions League game coming, uh, or vice versa. But there's, there's so much going on at the moment. The bottom line, I could sense the Rangers fans' frustrations. The performances over the course of the season have not been acceptable and good enough. The players are severely lacking confidence and a bit of belief uh, in each other as well, I think, as well as their self. So there is a lot of work. But like Roger says, you look at the fixtures leading into this break, every game's a winnable game for Rangers. They've got a lot of home games over this next uh, over this next three mm-hmm. or four weeks. They could really go and put I, some points on the board. I, I think James Tavern has become an easy target. He's always an easy target Ever since, so, ever since those ill-judged programme notes against Hamilton mm. years ago people... what, what about the statement last week? Was that I, chapter two? No, I don't think I genuinely don't think it it's was It's the bit about the Champions League being the nice yeah, bonus that, uh, that annoyed listen, the Rangers know, fans, I, I, didn't listen, it? I know what you mean I think it was just, you know I think he maybe chose the wrong words um, You know, the, the, the Champions League for Rangers and for Celtic We forget they hadn't been in. Mm. Rangers hadn't been in the Champions League groups since Kenny played against Besiktas and Bursaspor <laughs> ten or twelve years ago. Celtic hadn't been there for five years. Oh, you know how they say that your phone listens to you. I've just opened Twitter and that clip of James Tavernier right at the top. Get that sorted out seriously. I'm, I'm being stalked here. Thank you uh, very much to Tommy. It takes us up to time for this. Beat the pundit with the Scottish Sun. For the best football news and opinion online, the scottishsun.co.uk/slash football. Ah, come on then, let's see what a new week on Beat the Pundit looks like. It's 01419511025, and you need to call before seven o'clock. Remember, just by taking part, you get your family pass to the Billie Jean King Cup by Gainbridge. So nice family fun out there, getting some tennis action at the Emirates Arena uh, get in touch right now before 7 o'clock and your chance to beat the pundit is next Tackle the headlines 01419511025 Clyde One Super Scoreboard Kenny Miller and Roger Hanna are here it's 01419511025 if you missed the first hour we were talking James Forrest Celtic 6 goals the 100 club for him what you've made of him uh, and the team's performance uh, as for the Rangers game yesterday We're asking Is three points all that matters? 
Lots of people seem to be phoning in wanting more from the performances, but ultimately just two points behind uh, at the top. Some big talking points from that game as well. If you want to elaborate on those, please do. Do it right now. And if you want to change the subject, well, the floor is yours. Let's do this first, though. Beat the pundit with the Scottish Sun. For the best football news and opinion online, the Scottish slash football. Did you not play on Friday, Kenny Miller? I did, yes. Victory? Yes. Ask a silly question. Let's bring in Sean and Hillington. How's it going, Sean? Uh, not bad. Have you ever played before? No. What a run. I play it. But I'm not on. A, what a run of debutants we're on at the moment. Honestly, how do you usually do when you're at home, Sean? All right? Depends if you know them. I can't argue with that I must admit can't argue with that. It's a bit like me With the 5k minute In the morning I was bragging to producer Callum When I came in here earlier I'm usually brilliant At the 5k minute With George and Cassie In the morning But I do fully acknowledge That once that clock started I would I'm knocking 3 or 4 off The score that I think I'm actually getting Do you know what I mean So the, the pressure is on uh, We'll toss the coin Sean If it's heads You will play Roger Hanna You've not played Nages No have I haven't Not yeah, that minus one has been okay, gone, anyway, into, <laughs> gone into cold storage uh, If it's tails it will be Kenny Miller again well, There you are, you're back in business oh, Roger good. Hanna, minus one I know that's bad news for you Sean No offence Kenny um, Let's give Roger some Clyde 2 to listen to So that he doesn't know what's going on in here Sean, you're going to have to be fast So 30 seconds, answer as many as you can And the key would be if you don't know them Pass quickly and move on, okay? Okay. Right, let's go. 30 seconds on the clock and your time starts now. Which Celtic player scored his 100th goal for the club at the weekend? James Forrest. Which English club was El Hadj Juf on loan at Rangers from? Liverpool. Who's the only team across the entire SPFL yet to lose a league game? Mm. Stanley. Who did Livy beat in the playoffs to reach the Premiership in 2018? Malibu. Name the only Scottish Premiership club to receive three red cards in the league this season Rangers Okay let's bring back Roger can you hear us? Yes I can Same set of questions to you 30 seconds ready? Yep Which Celtic player scored his 100th goal for the club at the weekend? James Forrest Which English club was El Hadj Juf on loan at Rangers from? Liverpool Name the only team in the entire SPFL yet to lose a league game Edinburgh City Who did Livy beat in the playoffs to reach the Premiership in 2018? Dundee United Name the only Scottish Premiership club to receive three red cards in the league this season Habs Who's got more Scotland caps, Nathan Patterson or Declan Gallagher? Patterson Okay (sighs) Sean, what do you think? At least I got one right (laughs) At least I got one right it was a fairly low scoring affair I must tell you They were quite tough weren't they Which player scored they, Well the first one was easy right That's good Get your wee football yeah. Bit of confidence A tap in to start James Forrest You both got that So Roger starts on minus one So he's still one behind Which English club was the youth on loan at Rangers from Sunderland Blackburn Blackburn, Blackburn was it So none of you got it You both said Liverpool this will be my I wouldn't, my, I wouldn't There are very few occasions That I would ever be able to brag over Roger Hanna These producer Callum will back me up I managed this one in the office I don't know where I plucked it from Dunfermline oh. Because I knew that Dumbarton had recently lost oh, theirs Oh yeah, they get scudded by Sterling And I know, I know that Sterling are top But they've also lost I knew it wasn't Celtic And just sort of guessed at the next uh, top of the table It's Dunfermline um, That's a Stephen Mill question that, isn't it? However I should have thought that Never, never let it I, I'm happy to 
criticise myself as well I fell for the exact same trap as you Roger Hanna Livy beat Dundee United in the playoffs Was that the same? It was the same It was part of oh, Thistle no Remember? Way. I was there as well For how the long It was wow, Jacobs yeah. Was it the yep, long range Bottom either, corner right across, yep. So it's one all After No no one Well yeah yeah, No one after four questions The only Scottish Premiership club To receive three red cards In the league this season Hearts It's Hearts Two oh, against Celtic wasn't it? Of course yeah Civic Devlin Cochran On that three. Sunday yeah So Roger Hanna I could end up with a nil here Gordon With his minus one taken into account Needs this to equalise Who's got more Scotland caps Nathan Patterson or Declan Gallagher There's two in it Declan Gallagher's got nine Nathan Patterson's got eleven He's equalised <laughs> With the last up at the kick of the ball Technically oh. <laughs> Technically It was a 2-1 win For Roger Hanna But he does start on Minus one Sean So we go straight to the tiebreaker You've clung no, on in oh, there Are you ready? I hate I like tiebreakers I'm in the Andy Halliday camp We shouldn't have tiebreakers Right well Here we go I'll ask the question I'll get Roger to write his answer down I'll then invite you To give me your attempt Sean okay? Okay I'm feeling tense by the way I thought it was a really tense game I'd be the pundit then. How many clean sheets Have been recorded In the Scottish Premiership This season? I tell you I must have seen most of them you, you have indeed How many clean sheets Have been recorded In the Premiership this season Roger Write it down please Roger just squinted At the league table Sean As if that's going to tell you at, at one quick glance Let's see it Roger Hanna Okay Sean 40 oh, 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 This is my favourite game I beat the pundit of all time Oh, oh my goodness Because Roger has gone for 39 39 Sean has gone for 40 And the answer I thought Sean said 30 He said 40 didn't you Sean? 40 I said 40 He said 40 Alright okay And the answer Is 40 Oh It's 40 <laughs> Listen Sean, Sean you deserve that Well done I'm looking at Roger Hanna's paper Thinking there's no way he's going to lose that And Sean goes and gets it on the nose Well done to you Sean and Hillington No problem That's the baller does he? Still well done Sean Well done Brilliant Sean The sign ball's on its way Well done to you Thank you Thank There goodness. we go I'm amazed Incredible What a tiebreaker He had that answer in front of him He must have He must have preempted that Roger he can't nail it No I actually <laughs> thought he said 13 I thought nah, that, That's, a, that's a bit low We'll, we'll do done. the stewards inquiry If you so wish But no, I'm not pretty sure 40 It's VAR isn't it It's VAR get playback Yeah we, we get that I mean I don't think We can take the ball back But just for Roger's record And of course Sean's a double winner He's got the family pass to the Billy Jean King Cup by Gainbridge See, as well. The I, women's I knew World it was Cup of tennis. because of minus one, I had to say thirty-nine. Ah, of course, you see. right? I get it. You have seen most of them as well. Oh, was, um, on, honestly, because look, honestly, I, do you know what I think we are good at? I'm the new Fraser Wisher. Not much, right? But what I genuinely think we're good at is talking the game up in Scotland. Think how much attention we give to the game in Scotland. How many hours per week? Um, but St Mirren Kelly was it just was it just beyond you at the weekend? It wouldn't have been so bad had it not come so hot in the heels of St Johnson nil, Ross County nil uh, <laughs> the other week at Perth. I'm beginning to think I'm a jinx. Um, it, it wasn't great quality, I have to say. And don't take my word for it. When Stephen Robinson marches in to do the media conference immediately afterwards and said, that wasn't a classic gents, was it? You know, yeah, yeah, even the managers admitting it's, it's not great. So... Um, I'm due a few goals I believe I'm going to see Your team in Saturday Gordon taking on Aberdeen oh, At Fur Park So I'm looking for What was that one Many years ago Motherwell 5 Aberdeen 6 I'm due one of them Oh that was a long time ago What are we 
20 years ago just 1999 over. Oh even more than that then yeah. Same night Rangers beat PSV Eindhoven 4-1 at Ibrox What's great about that fixture Why on paper should it never have had 11 goals in it? Because the goalkeepers were Andy Gorham and Jim Leighton See, neighbour pair let you get past this guy, Kenny Miller Except when it comes except, to Except it's Sean, except Sean, it's Sean. Sean Although I've got a bit of sympathy for you You get one, you're one out on the number of clean sheets in the league And Sean goes and smashes it Well done Sean, I'm in awe of that it, That went quickly from one of the worst games of Eat the Pundit of the season To one of the best, it just shows you 0141 951 1025 That's a minus one disbanded now Absolutely not No 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 chance uh, We'll keep <laughs> We'll keep keep you on it For a, another Another oh, couple of goes And we'll see how it How it pans out Right Where are we then on the phones 01419511025 Maybe you want to defend that St Mirren Kelly game At the weekend Maybe you're some sort of Nil nil Enthusiast And you thought it was good To put Roger Hanna In his place Hearts fans What is going on Who have you upset With all these injuries Our very own Andy Halliday Off 8 minutes on the clock yesterday Peter Haring as well Another defeat Really bad run this for Hearts at the moment But the league table doesn't look too bad Celtic fans of course still reflecting on James Forrest Rangers fans Malik Tillman's goal And is it all about the three points? Those are the types of questions we're asking And of course League Cup Quarter final week as well It all gets underway tomorrow in fact Kilmarnock Dundee United uh, And then on to a triple header on Wednesday, Motherwell Celtic, that much maligned 6 15 kickoff. Aberdeen Partick Thistle and Rangers Dundee, an 8 15 kickoff. Is it a 6 15 kickoff that uh, Daz and the Mushroom are going to? So they say, yeah, apparently so. They're going to go together and we just split allegiances with Gordon being the big Motherwell fan. And half and half shots? Mark was going to dig out one of his old Celtic number 12s. And uh, they were going to go together That's the plan I don't know We'll, we'll see what happens We must know people At Premier Sports Who can get a camera On those seats In the main stand Do the two of them together. you believe in ghosts Kenny Miller <laughs> uh, Maybe Sometimes oh, right. I, I. Oh, right, okay. Just There's something going on Behind you yeah, Tonight Have yeah. you noticed that Maybe jump a couple of times Gordon yeah. um, Is this all caught on camera <laughs> Producer Callum Can we maybe do that Can we get like You know the kind of Grainy night vision Put that up And see if the listeners Can spot anything Because Every night on the show, every single night, the fixtures, the league tables, they're all blue tacked to the wall, to the window behind Kenny Miller. And all night long, they've just continued to fall off the window. And he's tried to keep putting them back up, they just keep falling. So either this place is haunted, or producer Callum has gone for the cheap blue tack this yeah. week. I know what I think is most likely, two, yeah. but we'll see. Yeah. Uh, anyway, let's hear a bit more from that game at Celtic Park at the weekend. Um, should we hear from Lee Johnson? Because I think he's interesting. Is that is that fair? I think he, he makes some interesting comments. Roger Han, I know as a newspaper man, uh, you'll be you'll be all for that. So let's hear uh, some of what he had to say at the weekend. Uh, he told his own players they should go and try and emulate Celtic's Japanese stars after that six-one win. So he's got a bit of advice for his team. Players, I'm thinking, wow, you are so dynamic. You're squat, you're powerful, athletic, you know what I mean? And I, if I was a player, I'd be knocking on the door, trying to get a shirt, and I'd be saying, right, tell me what you do. Please tell me what you do. Let me tell me what you do every day. How do you wake up? What do you eat for breakfast? Would you stretch for three hours? You, how many gym, how many weights do you do? Do you know what I mean? Because that's the standard, effectively, that the boys want to and need to be at. So I don't know whether they do or whether they don't do that, but I wish they did. And I hope it hurts them enough to implement improvement and be able to implement change. If, if we get a lesson like we did today and we can use it 
that won't define the season, the actual three points. What will define the season is the attitude in which you take the lessons to improve yourself and us improve as a collective moving forward into the next games. Kenny, would you ever go and ask an opposition player, how are you so good? No, I've never done it, no. Uh, Should no, you have? Listen, maybe. Listen, I, I get the point he's trying to make. Uh, what I would say, I don't think there's many players will be stretching for three hours <laughs> after or before a game. Uh, you know, it's, I see the point he's made. He's trying to turn uh, a real tough day at the office into a positive, taking the lessons learned again. For me, it's more about players working things out for themselves. Because again, what worked for some guys doesn't necessarily work for other guys. But I get what he's trying to say. It does come across a wee, a wee bit David Brentish for me. But uh, I, I get the point he's trying to make. It was, it, the full thing was interesting after the game, Roger. You know, he was he was quite critical about his players. Questioned their psychology. Not kind of brave enough. He, you know, even specifically mentioned there. I think he said something like there are players in the league that have. You know, defended at this level a lot or a lot of experience defending in this league I wonder how the Paul Hanlons of the world felt about that Yeah, um, I'm slightly divided here Gordon as a journalist and a pundit in this show Lee Johnson's terrific he can stay he's either inviting snipers in to speak to his players at training um, he is claiming Ryan Portis is getting chased out of Scotland he wants to tear up his team to take on the Celtic ball boys and now he's asking his team to hang about outside the, the home dressing room at Celtic Park to ask for tips from the Celtic players. Great copy for the newspaper, great audio for Radio Clyde. If I was a Hibs supporter, I'd be thinking, hmm, I'm not so sure about this guy. Bringing in snipers, they've hardly scored a goal since then. Ryan Portis getting chased out by critics. No, Ryan Portis will leave Hibs because another club pays mm-hmm. him more money than Hibs pay him. The ball boys... Well, Ange saw through that. He must have changed another team of ball boys at the weekend. And as for having a pop at you know, the likes of Hanlon and Stevenson, Lewis Stevenson's played over 550 games, perhaps. Paul Hanlon won't be very far behind. They've been very loyal servants to Hibs. They've helped Hibs to, I'm looking at a league table here, third place again. I don't think they really need that sort of public criticism from their manager after again. I It's the logistics of it I'm interested in. Would Kyogo's interpreter understand Martin Boyle's accent? That's the bit I, I'm not sure he would So we'd maybe need a, a second interpreter there to, to bridge the gap But anyway I don't know if it'll ever happen Paul's a Celtic fan I mean James Forrest Paul he seems to be the standout man from the weekend What, what did you make of his achievement? Hey, hi Gordon Hi guys no. uh, uh, James Forrest I just thought, uh, He's had an interesting career And it's not just through Through winning so much uh, I, I was surprised When Ange had dropped him so much uh, because if you think about it, when he came in last year, again, I think it was against Livingston, he scored, kind of sealed a victory. But ever since James Forrest broke into the Celtic team, uh, I think it was Neil Lennon that gave him his chance a good few years back. He's always come in, done well, and then kind of fell away, but always reinvented himself again. Now, if you remember right, uh, the season when Brendan Rodgers came in, it looked like he was leaving. Well, the chat was it was leaving nobody really seemed that bothered to be honest but I know a lot of us like to erase it from memory but Rodgers changed him he made him into a, a much different player he scored goals he would cut inside a lot more uh, and he scored a lot more goals he was a lot more dangerous but he's only 31 he's in a position where you go hot and cold but 
he's a very kind of he's a he's a very unique player, I think, in his Celtic career. How he, he, he does fall away, and he, he seems he's marmite with a lot of people that don't like him, but he's he scored some very important goals against Lazio. Uh, loads of goals. He, he, because he's so quiet, I think, I'm assuming, he almost gets forgot about it a wee bit. You never see him. I don't imagine he'd be going and chatting on Endy's door to get a game, but the guy's, the guy's a talented football player and he's only 31. Uh, so I was delighted to see him come back in and, and score in the hat Roger? Yeah, listen, he's a bit of a valuable player for Celtic, as you, you say, for 12 or 14 years now. Didn't surprise me. He got a new deal. He's one of these players... Uh, you couldn't see James Forrest in another team's colours, if you know what I mean. I think when this contract's up, if he doesn't get another one, he may well just step away from the game. I, I see him as a one-club man. Um, he has served Celtic with great distinction. He will be, by this time next year, probably closing in 500 games for the club. Uh, one more assist, and he's got 100 assists to go with 100 goals. The numbers are quite sensational. Um, there's been a lot of very, very good strikers at Celtic over the years who didn't contribute 100 goals to the club so listen you, you don't need to tell me the value of James Forrest to Celtic I like the point about big goals has he not scored in multiple League Cup finals yeah. three I think remember being M- missed a penalty in one too remember way back being in working at the game when he scored the third against was it Shakhtar Karagandhi to put Celtic into the yep. the group stages of the Champions League he scored a winner against Rangers just a couple of seasons ago so that's just a a sort of footnote, Kenny, the, obviously the, the trophies and whatever and the 100 goals, but some really big moments in there as well. He has because he's a big game player, you know, and he's he's a, he's a top, top performer, James. And I say there was that spell also for Scotland where he was, he was the go-to guy. We mentioned the hat-trick that he got earlier. There's no many players have got hat-tricks. Yeah, did he not score two in the game prior to that as well? Something yeah. like that, the Albania away and then yeah. back, yeah. So he's, he's just, you know what, he's a, he's, he's a player that, I mean, Paul talks about I'm, I'm, I'm reinventing himself. I think he has been Blighted with injuries throughout his career. When Brendan Rodgers came, and we talked about this earlier in the show, he took not only James Forrest came to another level, he took guys like Scott Brown, Callum McGregor came to the team. Uh, he made some really good signings that helped these guys play better as well. Uh, made them more robust. He barely missed mm-hmm. a game under under Brendan Rodgers. But he's had, again, even since Brendan's left, he's had a few injuries and things. And I'm not putting it solely down to Brendan Rodgers not at all because you can be unlucky with injuries but I think when, when Ange came in last year he did have a, a a season where he did have a few little niggly injuries and subsequently other players have came in and took the jersey but now after that showing on Saturday people mm-hmm. will start to remember how good and how important it could be for Celtic Thank you Paul let me run this past you before we go any further Super Scoreboard European football coverage with MoyerAndSweeney.com The top team for your defence I had the weirdest moment of what I would almost call being starstruck Roger Hanna but that cannot be the right phrase with no disrespect You know, I'm about to tell you about Moyer and Sweeney litigation as you just heard They are our sponsors of European football coverage I mention it often on the show I met Moyer and Sweeney the other day Right, I was in a popular Japanese-style chain restaurant at Glasgow Fort, you know the one, and two men in suits approached the table, thought, these guys look like lawyers or policemen. Only two possibilities, the type of suits they were wearing. And I tend to stay on the right side of the law, and they introduced themselves and said, you know, we recognised you from, you know, and uh, I'm Moyer and he's Sweeney. And I thought, 
Two people you never expected to see I never thought about what they look like But anyway I did obviously thank them For their continued uh, support They are our sponsors of European football coverage And they're giving you the chance To win a 60 inch Samsung 4K Ultra HD TV So if you go to Clyde1.com You can find out more about Moir and Sweeney litigation And uh, that's where you enter as well For your chance to win the TV So thanks again to Moir and Sweeney litigation Sponsors of our European football coverage It takes a rest of course this week But back with a bang in the near future As we will be with your calls next Taking your calls on Scottish football 0141 951 1025 This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard Roger Hanna and Kenny Miller are here It's 0141 951 1025 Or it's Twitter at Clyde SSB uh, It is that time for a full time teaser uh, You can send it in full time at Clyde1.com That is the address you need You send it over there uh, And I'll do my best to get it on the show Full time at Clyde1.com We've actually got a couple to choose from tonight So let's see um, what tickles uh, my fancy the most here Stephen McCara sent a couple in People sometimes do that You know, they'll have a wee think mm. Put a couple of questions together So Stephen McCara sent a couple in Why don't we go for Since 2008 10 Scott Oh, this is good right? this, Perfect This has stumbled onto my, my lap Fell onto my lap Because it's League Cup weekend in uh, midweek in Scotland Since 2008 10 Scotsmen have featured In an English League Cup final They must have played in the game So since 2008 10 Scotsmen have featured In an English League Cup final Quite tough that you know Because there's an FA Cup version Which would be a bit easier probably But Can you think of any? Andy Robertson No oh. Would you believe Not the League Cup final No okay, I played in one What year? 2012 Yeah you did Liverpool Well done Kenny Miller It'd be a sad state of affairs If you couldn't get your own name Well done Don Cowie Same team Yeah Same game Who else in that team then David Marshall No Kevin Kevin McNaughton Yes Craig Conway What I'll do Is put you out your misery Because you were the only three That started the game But are played in the game Apparently According to Stephen McCarra Unless you've got any major objections to that, I that I need to look up. So, so Ken, do, you, do you need to have started? The no, game? no, sorry, just featured. Uh, you need to have featured in the game. So, since 2008, 10 Scotsmen have featured in an English League Cup final. They must have so, played a part in the game. So, so Kenny Andy Miller. Robertson wasn't involved in Liverpool, was it? Injured, maybe? Apparently not, you know. I need to look that one up. Because I'm just not down there. On the, the television in the studio, a moment ago. <laughs> yeah. A moment ago, Gordon, <laughs> they were billing Sky Sports right. Carabao Cup coverage uh-huh. and showing the Chelsea Liverpool <laughs> final. Where was and you it? could see Andy Robertson was, on the. Was it Kepper, the goalie? Uh huh. Took the penalty and fired it over the bar. Yeah, I'm starting to worry, I must and admit. Andy Robertson was leaping all over Kelleher, the Liverpool goalkeeper. Uh, Stephen McCarra, why, why have you done this to me on the teaser? You know, I trust you guys out there. I mean, probably should check first, obviously. Well, I'm just checking. He's, he took a penalty, so he must have played that. <laughs> so he's in it. So he's in. What's happening here, Stephen McCarra? Come so on. Has 10 become 11? Ah, it looks like it. It does. It looks like it. There we go, Andy Roberts. That'll be the only one, I'm sure. We can... <laughs> what was it called? The EFL Cup or something? EFL Cup. Yeah. Yeah, Carabao. Right, okay. I'll give you... There's two things. I don't think I've got any choice. Is Alan Hutton one? Was that earlier? It was 2008, it was. Yeah, yeah well done. All right, we'll leave it there then. Alan Hudson and I'll add Andy Robertson to the list. So, well done. And uh, full time at Clyde1.com if you want to send your questions in 
Please do We always need as many as possible So get your thinking caps on And send them over please You're more than welcome To keep your calls coming On James Forrest The 100 goals The 6-1 victory Lee Johnson's Interesting post-match interview Malik Tillman's goal Leon King's yellow card Rangers performance levels Whatever you want If we've covered it already That's fine I'm sure you've got something to add uh, And if you want to move on Maybe a call to you St Mirren fans Are you going to defend your game at the weekend? Was it as bad as Roger Hanna makes out? Uh, what about Hearts fans? Where are you? What, what's happening at the moment? Have you got a bit of sympathy? You look at that injury list It's brutal They're trying to do Europe Domestic football Terrible injury list or ultimately, is two wins in ten just simply not good enough? Let us know. That was the game I went to yesterday. It did finish 2-0 to Aberdeen. Let's hear from both managers whilst you get your, your calls in if you do fancy it. Jim Goodwin, then Robbie Nielsen. Delighted, obviously. You know, I, I thought it was the perfect reaction to what was a, a very disappointing and embarrassing result for us last weekend. You know, we'd done that when we lost against Hibs at Easter Road. We bounced back with a great performance against Kilmarnock and I'm delighted that we were able to do it again today after what was extremely disappointing last weekend. I think it shows uh, the character within the group. You know, it's not always easy to play in front of your home fans after such a poor performance. So I thought the guys rose to the occasion. I thought they gave the, the fans a little bit back, especially, you know, the, the, the volume of fans that we brought down the road last weekend. So we felt as if we owed them one. And uh, hopefully today they can go away feeling happy. Uh, and now Robbie Nielsen. We had some real top, top chances to, to score goals, but... We didn't take them, and I felt we gave up, you know, two real poor goals as well. You know, we didn't defend well, but you know, we're we're kind of makeshift team at the moment. We're down to real bare bones. We've lost another two today, which is obviously disappointing. We're asking guys to fill in in different positions, and you can see, you know, certain aspects of that that they find it a wee bit difficult, and then we end up getting caught. But we've just got to stick together. We've got to grind through it. A frustrating day all in. So many different ways of looking at Hart's situation, Kenny. I'm not sure I could launch a serious defence of two wins in ten. But to to try a little bit, you know, some of the opposition, European opposition, good good opposition. Despite all of that, they're only three points off Hibs, is it, with a game in hand? Oh, and then you flip that the other side. You know, they are seventh, but they've got serious injuries. I mean, how would you sum up where they're at at the moment? Well, you've you've pretty much nailed all the all the the facts. Uh, I would say there's as much as in Europe the Thursday and the Sunday. I think that that's a completely different format. Uh, it actually throws your week into a it's a completely different prep week. Uh, recovery as well, everything that comes in it. Traveling uh, with the European football, you've now got the psychology as well that most teams are playing the day before you so you're always going to be playing catch up on the teams that have won the previous day so there's a lot that feeds into it the obvious one injuries to massive massive players right through the spine of their team as well so there's a lot that feeds into the hearts is kind of play at the moment but like you say they're three points off third uh, with a game in hand actually on Hibs as well to actually go level on points with Hibs so uh, they're not in great form I still believe yesterday's game Robbie said that the chances they had Equally I felt Aberdeen mm. had good chances yeah. To score before they did as well So the game could have been 3-3 yeah. Quite easily I yesterday I mean Cochrane's chance Is ridiculous Roger It's one yeah. that really Would keep you up at night it, Shankland has a couple That you'd probably expect him to score Humphreys tries to go around the goalie As Kenny says Aberdeen missed chances as well um, Sometimes when you're When you're down in dumps a little bit the way Hearts are You need to get those big moments right And you need to stop getting players injured Andy Halliday, 8 minutes Just brings Peter Haring on He probably didn't even last 8 minutes Terrible head knock uh, And then he goes off 
There's a lot happening. Yeah, listen, hearts will be fine. Big picture, hearts will be fine. Still third though, because everybody, every single pundit, I think, took them to finish third. They will be third. Okay. Because said with confidence, yeah, absolutely. Because they're better than the other teams. Now, ten defeats in the last fourteen games doesn't necessarily hint that they're better than the rest of the teams. But we spoke earlier on about Rangers suffering in that group with Napoli and Ajax and Liverpool. And Hearts are suffering in that group. You know, they're taking on Kenny Hotel, you played over there. Basaksa here have an enormous budget and are a very strong team. Fiorentina have an enormous budget and are a very good team. So Hearts, having not been in Europe for a while, have found it really tough. Um it's added to the the injuries have added to the problems. Uh, but when they start once Europe's out of the way and they've got a couple of games left, they play Riga at home a week on Thursday and then they go to, to Istanbul. Once that's out of the way and the injury list starts to recede a little bit, they will be fine and they will be third. Are you as confident? I still believe they will be, yeah. I, I wouldn't be I wouldn't say they will be third the way Roger <laughs> did, but I believe they will be because they're still within striking distance of third spot. I do believe that the teams that are above them and include Hibs and Aberdeen as the the bigger teams and probably most likely uh, candidates to rival them for that third spot. Their, their form as it stands so far has been has been pretty patchy. Hibs had that four game win and run, but now they've lost two. Aberdeen have been a win, a loss. I think they've won two games in a row once through this, so that's something that Jim will want to put right. But I do believe Hearts, even with all the injuries. It was still not a bad performance uh, yesterday in terms mm. of creating really, really good chances that they should have scored. Yeah. Kenny's a Hearts fan. What do you think, Kenny? Are you are you down in the dumps or do you think a turn is just round the... Or a, you can upturn and fortunes is just round the corner? Well, definitely. You think, guys. I, I'm, I'm totally with Roger on that. Hearts will finish third. Uh, and that's how confident I'm. If we're playing this poor and we're only three points off third, uh, once we get... You know, it's an entire first team that we've lost, apart from like Craig Gordon. The uh, whole defence shattered, but I think the, the European games have actually not done us any favours. Yeah, uh, you, that's the thing, Roger. We Every year we know Celtic and Rangers go through this, and then every now and then there's a, a new team that has to cope with it, and Hearts try to make their squad bigger. It's where they want to be, so you can't can't have, have it both ways. It is where they want to be, and they make good money off it, but Clearly it's it's a gruelling schedule for them Yeah very much It's a gruelling schedule And you hear people With enormous squads Down south in the English Premier League Complaining about This cycle of Thursday, Sunday Thursday, Sunday It, it mm. does put stress on you Physically, emotionally And it's all new to Hearts It's not as if this is Something Hearts have been handling For the last five years mm-hmm. This is the first time They've had to do it They've been really unlucky With the injuries Because a lot of the injuries Have come in the same position You know yeah. they're, they're, they're getting into the game yesterday well, no recognised centre half. It's funny really. Kenny says that Kenny on the line says that because quite often you hear people fancying we've got you know we've got a full team out injured and you see it on Twitter and you look through mm. it and you think mm, ah, a bit tenuous you know that guy's no not going to get in the team or whatever the outfield that Hearts have got injured it, it is a it is a team it's like you know with all the right positions it's Ma- Michael Smith Nathaniel Atkinson so there's your full backs if you want Craig Halkett and Kai Rolls. You know, probably the two first choice centre backs Andy Halliday now Benny Beningame and Peter Haring there's your midfield three Josh Janelli, Gary Mackay-Steven Liam Boyce any team would struggle with that Kenny is that is, it, is that enough to sort of let Robbie Nielsen off the hook for the some of the criticism he's getting I think it is it is because you've just went through it it's some big big players uh, 
again, when you look at the centre backs, I mean, it's any kind of success teams are going to have will be built on a decent enough uh, foundation. You know, giving goals away. Craig Halkett, huge loss. Kai Rolls, they just bring him in the summer, huge loss. In the middle of the park, Beningame, arguably their best midfielder. And then they've got boys who. There's no doubt he played really, really well at the start of the season up there along with Shankland. I think they, they complemented each other pretty well. So Josh Ginelli was just starting to come on into a bit of game as well. Uh, so they're, they're, to lose that amount of players, it always is going to impact. Because it doesn't just impact mm. the, the options that you've got. It, it impacts the, the decisions that you can make when you've got this grueling schedule because you don't have these players available to rotate. So absolutely... Look at the league table. Hearts are still right in there fighting. They will be right in there fighting at the end of the season for third. And I agree with both Kenny and Roger that I still believe they will get third come the end of the year. Mm, good win for Aberdeen, though. Well done to them. Thank you to Kenny on the line since 2008. 11 Scotsmen uh, have featured in an English League Cup final. Andy Robertson, Alan Hutton, Kev McNaughton, Don Cowie, Kenny Miller, Darren Fletcher. Yes, against Aston Villa 2010 What about for Aston Villa, John McGinn? Against Man City I'm a bit worried about Steve's question here I'm only, I, I just remember the game I'm yep. not actually sure John McGinn may have been injured Or suspended mm, or something Seems unlikely though, doesn't it? Highly, he's never injured John, is he? Uh, I'll throw an arm where you're checking James McFadden uh, No, alright, we'll get the rest yep. of the answers This will give me some thinking time Get your calls in if you want and we'll speak to you next. Number one for football in Glasgow and the West. 0141-951-1025. Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Going to get the rest of the answers. Going to try and speak to Joe on the line as well. Very quickly, let me tell you about the UK's first Level X, which is now open at St Enoch Centre in Glasgow. I know you've got a young family, Kenny. It'll be right up your street. You bring the very best games and exclusive activities to the city centre. It's the ideal uh, for your next night out with the family or friends, loads to enjoy, you know, bowling, high tech golf, VR experiences, next gen arcades, hundreds more games all under one roof. You get the kids down there. Sounds uh, good. And all this week on Bowie at Breakfast, Cassie, who's covering for George, is giving you the chance to win a night out worth £300 for you and your party at Level X. So decent prize that. Listen to Bowie at Breakfast all this week to win. There is no prize, though, on the full time teaser, just glory. Your reputation, if you like, <laughs> and the question is: Since two thousand and eight, eleven Scotsmen have start uh, have played, sorry, in an English League Cup final. I did a stewards' inquiry for you at the break. There is no John McGinn; he didn't play. Uh, so you've got yourself, Kenny Miller, Don Cowie, Kev McNaughton, Alan Hutton, Andy Robertson, Darren Fletcher. You said Faddy, yep. and I know the game you mean. Barry yep. Ferguson, yes, and against Gary O'Connor. Arsenal. Scored the winner, no, no, no. Oba no is that the other? Femi Martin. Has he won that game though? Gary O'Connor, no. no? Now, also, you said Darren Fletcher. What about Stephen Fletcher? Yes, against Man City. Well done. All right, so many is that? That is fair And in the same yeah, game, a couple Phil more. Bardsley. Uh, yes. Do you know what, though? I think you've almost... One, two, three, four, no, five, two six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Mm-hmm. Two to go? Yes, two to go. All right, we'll get them before the end uh, of the show. Let's bring in Joe, who's in Carntine. Hi, Joe. Hi, how are you doing, Gordon? Uh, evening, lads. Uh, you yeah, just all about distracted me. I talking about that uh, big fun play area and all that. Cause I'm older than that for the game. I'm on the phone for here. Right, I think. Well, if it's any help, you told the producer it was something about VAR. <laughs> I know. <laughs> uh, I know. It was VAR. The Shelley game at the weekend. Uh-huh. The the Weed Forest goal, right? And they cut it straight. Uh, 
the goalie mm-hmm. and he spammed it and went out of line. There was no conclusive evidence that that ball, video evidence that the ball crossed the line. Like, and the Dolphins are managed to be a goal as a Celtic fan. Mm-hmm. But, but when they're bringing VAR in so soon, they don't even get a camera angle on the, on the goal line to prove that it, it crossed the line. Yeah. And they're relying on, but, but was it your, uh, Michael was saying that it was today with the, the goal line technology? Well, this is a couple of things to get through. It seems like a really good way of rounding off this Monday, Roger. Yeah. The last weekend. Without VAR in the Scottish Premiership um, Joe's right There was no conclusive angle Or some people would say it was conclusive But you, you know you know what he means Did the ball cross the line VAR comes in Our VAR Is not going to have goal line technology It's a separate thing yep. And it's more expensive than VAR yep. It's quite pricey mm-hmm. So we've got VAR coming in this week We do not have goal line technology I believe had that game been on live television, i.e. on Sky Sports, because that's the only way our Premiership games get shown at the moment, there would be a more conclusive angle. But not for all the games. Oh, That'll so be good fun. So you're saying there's now a, a, an uneven playing field in terms of technology in Scottish football, Gordon? Um, no different from anywhere else, where some of the games in the English Premier League have got more, more cameras than others. It's fairly standard across the, the, the place. It just... No, we don't need a, we don't need any excuse to, to get. Do we think, our, do we our think our it was a goal up. first of all? I mean, I sort of did. I must admit at yeah. the time at the weekend. But, I thought so too. Um, Kenny, I think it was. Yeah, but you see, <clears throat> on a still where the ball actually bounced, uh, it was already mm-hmm. half over, and it was moving in that direction. It's not conclusive. So, well, you're still kind of mm-hmm. you're having a guess, you know, or a, or an educated mm-hmm. guess based on the way a ball's travelling. Uh, no, I absolutely agree. It's there's a, a number of things over the course of the weekend, but because it is the last weekend without VAR, that you could be looking at and thinking, oh, would that change mm. it? Well, it is going to be down to what footage I've actually got and what the evidence is uh, off the the cameras that we have at the stadium. So what you would do then, Roger mm. Hanna, is you would this bold idea. Bear with me here. You go with the referee's on-field decision. Can no, you believe it? That would never catch on. Something we've done for the last couple of hundred years But obviously, look, I, I'm being facetious I get that's going to be brought into the focus Because VAR is, is Well, it's meant to help And it still will But for those who think it's going to solve everything Or that it's always going to be the same level of help That would be a great example Of an issue that we might face Yeah, and I'll give you some I'm examples. glad Joe mentioned it we, we haven't had VAR here It is down south and just look at the last couple of weekends, you know, the Manchester City goal yesterday ruled out for the foul. Mm-hmm. The Arsenal penalty and red card that was then overturned the week earlier, the same Arsenal player got away with a handball in the box against Liverpool that everyone in the world thought was a handball other than the video assistant referee. So it doesn't bring perfection, far from it, but it will help the officials get more mm. decisions correct than they're currently getting. And last Before we even get to that See before we embark on this crazy week Can we do ourselves a favour Going to spare me all that See inevitably if there is a teething problem Spare me all this Typical Scottish football Tin pot Scottish football Trying to cut corners Did you see Leeds Arsenal yesterday? A game delayed by 40 minutes Because the referee 
Lost communication Or whatever it was In the richest And most publicised league in the world By the time I am on this programme In seven days time You will be asking me Gordon Not just The result of the weekend Mm. The goal of the weekend The howler of the weekend The player of the weekend You will be asking me The VAR decision of the weekend I'm absolutely sure of it But like I said If the richest league in the world Can have these issues (laughs) Maybe we just need to chill out that's not something we're very good at. Bring it on, Joe. You're looking forward to it. I'm, uh, you know, clear as mud from what we've just mentioned. I, but I, I, I'm surprised we're still both moving the line. Oh, you're here. I'm, I'm saving the best till last. You're still there. Got me off here. No, see, VAR is just going. I think it's coming in too soon. I thought it was coming in after the World Cup. Uh, now it's coming in before it, and we're not ready for it. Mm. And we know the, the correct camera angles, but uh, there's no no enough money up here. I mean I get that Roger And look there are loads of leagues That have that are going to have More camera angles Than yeah. us But I think what's worth bearing in mind Just to give ourselves A bit more credit As a, as a footballing nation VR is all It's all a FIFA approved thing You're not just allowed to go and Wing it You know And just try your own version FIFA come in And they visit you numerous times And say Does this meet our criteria FIFA Allow you to have VAR Fully functioning VAR With four cameras at a game we're going to have six as a minimum and then more on, on the televised game. So again, could it be more? Yeah, absolutely. But we're not we're not doing some version of VAR that, that FIFA What you're trying to allow. say is they're not just throwing the gates open and letting DL, Keevans and Wilson make the decisions? Not quite. Weekend. As good as that would be though. Not quite. Listen, still going to be a fun ride, isn't it? Let's be honest. Thank you to Joe and Carntine, right? The only thing left for us to do is finish this teaser. What else you got for me? Scotsman who've played in a English League Cup final since 2008 Kenny Miller, Don Cowie, Kev McNaughton, all at Cardiff Alan Hutton, Andy Robertson, Darren Fletcher, Barry Ferguson, Stephen Fletcher, Phil Bardsley McTominay? Nope Charlie Adam? Yes Same game as, as myself, Don and Kev In their position You ready Kenny? Yep, that's how we met Is that a Carlton Rangers player? Oh, no, same. Uh, it is Oh you're good as Daz says you are good. As Gordon oh, Dale has told me so over the years There's always a goalie mm-hmm. Bradford City Against Swansea you, City I'm sorry, you, need to, you need to get out more Honest On behalf of everyone Didn't start Came on because the goalie was sent off John McLaughlin Seriously Scary Get yourself down What was that we were talking about The 10 pin ball and whatever else Take yourself out for the night You'll enjoy it Thank you Roger Hanna Thank you Kenny Miller And thanks for all your calls and tweets We are back tomorrow at 6 With Mark Wilson and Gordon DL Turning our attentions to League Cup quarter finals And in the meantime You might as well stay right there Because Callum Gallagher's got you He's up next